Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It said things are bigger in Texas, but as a former resident of that state, when I left, I was not entirely convinced. Although I will attest that the conditions are definitely right for this problem to be bigger there than in the average American town. Authorities in Houston say a police officer Friday night was chasing a suspected drunk driver when she found the thing that's bigger in Texas than anywhere else. That thing is a pothole. About three minutes into the high-speed chase, the officer rounded a curve and ran her front tire of the cruiser into a pothole she didn't see, and soon enough that police car was on its side. And on fire! <laughs> cop was able to get out safely with only minor injuries. The drunk driver got away. The pothole chuckled when it saw the carnage it had created. I would not dream that a pothole could do that to a vehicle. Yeah. Must be a crater or something. <laughs> well, in Texas. Cliff, I'm needing yes. this. I'm going to get a diaper for my left nostril this morning. <laughs> you need a diaper? Yes. For your left nostril? Yes. It will not quit <laughs> okay. running. Maybe a Band-Aid. Maybe a Band-Aid could come out with some, I don't know, clear, sticky, sticky thing. That you put over a one nostril? Yes. So you really couldn't tell that you had it on your nostril. Mm -hmm. But it would clog things up so that you wouldn't be constantly blowing your nose. I hope this isn't the beginning <laughs> of the flu. Well, I don't want you to have the flu either, because well, I don't want to sit in the same room with a person who has the flu. Would you sit in the room with a person who had a miniature diaper attached to his left nostril? Yeah, but I'd look at you really funny most of the time. You do anyway. <laughs> I'll admit, Cliff, ever yes. since several years ago in April mm -hmm. when we had the uh, earthquake here in the Gibson County area, the one that shook and rolled and surround is that the one that left you running out of this building like a little girl yes that was the one okay ever I just since wanted to be then, sure that was it yes ever since then i've been yes. just a touch just a touch edgy about another yeah. one occurring Agreed. i kind of think about it about once or twice a week actually yeah. of another one happening yeah. mm -hmm. and yesterday mm -hmm. i was in a store in the toy department yeah. and i saw one of those etch-a-sketches Okay. I hadn't seen one in person in quite some time. And I got to thinking, do you know how devastating a minor earthquake would be if you owned an Etch-A-Sketch gallery? <laughs> you know, you got your walls lined with right. beautiful pictures that people have designed with their Etch-A-Sketch. On an Etch-A-Sketch. Yes. And then they all get shaken. Just a little bit. <laughs> just enough that the whole thing's gone. Yeah. We at the outset of this story, let me first go on record as saying any man who's guilty of a domestic violence incident needs to turn in his man card. But this guy in Wichita Falls, Texas, needs to tear his up in little pieces so it may never be returned. Police responded to the home where Christopher Ragsdale and his girlfriend Sunday were visiting friends, perhaps watching a football game when the incident began, as most do with a verbal altercation. It ended, police say, with Ragsdale grabbing his girlfriend by the hair and throwing her to the ground and trying to choke her. Investigators questioned the couple separately along with witnesses in the room and the stories all seem to agree that Ragsdale physically assaulted his girlfriend after she complained about his behavior. 
specifically that he had farted and that it smelled horrible. Now, dude, that is something a man has to own. Take that stink and be proud. Just like the pull my finger trick that my grandfather ripped, you have to own your own farts. Oh, sure, you can say something cute like, the smeller's the feller, but in the end, that stench has to be yours and yours alone in order to be a man. The pull my finger trick my grandfather ripped. I like the way you did that. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yes, that was... <laughs> did you do that on purpose? Of course I did it okay, on purpose. Okay, I'm just, <laughs> just checking. Out of my head here on the Morning Road Show. Well, not me, but Craig Campbell is. Seven. Although some would say. Some, well, there has been mornings when... Especially when I have a cold and I'm taking medicine. That's right. I am you never really know what's out of my head. Yeah. And I started taking it this That's morning. Right. So This morning, Ed, right before 5 o'clock, I went to the break room to stir my coffee. And there it set. Your medicine was dissolving and ready for you to down. Yes. And it takes usually about the second day, Cliff. And yeah. Things get a little wacky in the head. <laughs> well, I don't know if you saw this or not, but in North Carolina, there was a family there, and they were cooking a pizza, and they no. smelled something really odd. Besides they, the pizza. Yes, and they <laughs> opened up their stove, and okay. laying in the bottom of the stove yeah. was a flaming snake. <laughs> they had a flaming snake. <laughs> yes, in their, in stove. their stove. Yes. <laughs> and, of course, they were all excited about it and you know, went all over social media with it. And yeah, I'm of thinking, course. That's what people do now. Oh, yes. <laughs> The worst part wouldn't be for me of the snake in the uh, oven. Yeah. The worst part would be if one got in, Yeah. how many more are in my house is somewhere? It, is that like the rule, like the the mice apply for every mouse that you see? There's a whole bunch more that you don't see? Is that how the same thing applies for snakes? Well, I was going to ask you, is <laughs> that the same thing? I, I don't know. Is the rule of snakes that too? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, I don't know what the pizza tasted like. I wouldn't yeah. have thrown it away, personally. You would have eaten the pizza anyway? I would have anyway, gave it a shot. Even I mean, if it had the flavor of flaming snake? Well, the snake <laughs> wasn't like laying on it. Well, no. It wasn't but, like I mean, a topping or anything. There was like an essence of flaming snake wafting up through the oven, so... <laughs> it couldn't taste any worse than that DiGiorno stuff that they've got. I mean, that stuff is really bad. That's it's, true. It's not delivery. Yeah. It's... Flaming snake, snake on a pizza. <laughs> Yesterday, Girl Scout cookie season, it kicked off, Cliff. Yeah. And those adorable little dealers will be slinging something <laughs> new this year. Oh, they got something new. Yes. Okay. And I call them dealers in a very affectionate way, Cliff, because once this season starts, every time yes. I see a Girl Scout, I yep. have to go get a fix of a Girl Scout cookie. <laughs> I have to. And the new addition, though, this year is yeah. pretty cool. It's right up my alley. Yeah. It's lemon ups lemon ups yes now they have the lemon cookie okay but these are round crispy lemon wafers all right with a little glaze on the bottom of them oh my goodness with uh inspirational yeah. messages printed on the uh, top of the cookie lemon ups they'll have stuff on there like i'm a leader and stuff like that and yeah i guarantee you cliff this is going to mm -hmm. be a huge hit the lemon ups lemon ups yes i will okay. be uh, going to store to store <laughs> you can't get them in stores. Well, they have sell them in front of buy all the them stores. directly from the dealer. Yeah, well, they'll be in front of the stores <laughs> on the morning road show. That, of course, is Rascal Flats. And yesterday, Cliff, they announced yeah the 2020 farewell <laughs> tour for the group. Oh, for Rascal Flats? Yes. Yeah, I heard about that. I um, <laughs> take that with a huge grain of salt. Why would why would that? <laughs> I've heard many times groups going to retire. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like Leonard Skinner. Yeah. They've been on their farewell tour since 
approximately 1936 <laughs> or 37. Is that not true? <laughs> That's right. Or like, like the Eagles? They were like, wait, we can get $200 a ticket? Okay, we're reunited. Yeah, we're going back on yeah, tour. We're going on tour. <laughs> so we'll just have to see if this is it for Rascal Flats as yeah. they uh, wind down their touring. You think, Cliff, the Rolling Stones hear all these farewell tours and everything, and they're like, why are you looking at us? We're, we're going till someone drops on the stage. I can see that happening with them. You mean they're going to tour until someone just flat over, keels over, and dies on stage? Like Charlie on drums there. He's going to just boom and He's stop. He's just like a Yeah. And like, why is the beat stop? Oh, oh, oh. He's dead, Jim. <laughs> There'll be a brief intermission because the show's going to go on. Those guys will not stop. It'd be like someone who can just step in and sit down and keep going. I wish I had their energy. I'm telling Mercy. you, Cliff. Weed meteorologists from the National Weather Service say there's no doubt about it. The damage in this Florida town Saturday definitely came from a tornado, an EF1 with estimated peak winds of about 100 miles an hour. Residents were still picking up the trail of debris Monday, but there was damage enough to show that the town of DeLand was plenty damaged by the tornado. There was also damage to the building and the tree. Florida Governor Rick DeSantis may declare the land a natural disaster area, although his political opponents are claiming he's in denial. Fortunately, the tornado didn't hit the DeLand airport, so there was no damage to the plane, the plane, the plane. <laughs> Why are you shaking your head? Because if, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Today yeah. is the anniversary of the National Weather Service actually starting. Oh, it is, huh? I, I think. I had no I, idea. I think today is the day. <laughs> oh, good grief. <laughs> All right, I'm going to just put it out there, Cliff. Yeah. Here's the nitty gritty. Okay. Our way we're going to do the Opry tickets this way yeah. is because of you. The me? No. Oh, the listeners. Yes. They always get confused when you say that. Usually when I you're, say you. You're talking to the listeners. Yes. Okay. So. What did the listeners suggest? Because of your lack of input on this. Oh, there was, the listeners didn't suggest anything. No. Well, there was one suggestion, but yeah. everybody already knows what my favorite food is. So <laughs> guess, that would have been too easy. Yeah, guess weed's favorite food. So because of the lack of um, input on this, Cliff, yeah. we've decided... We're going to do the ticket giveaway on yeah. Friday a little bit different than that. So instead of usual. phrase that pays, we're going to do something else. Yes. So what would that be? Well, I think if you have two, two are dice, right? Two of them are we call dice. Yes. And one of them is a die. That's correct. Okay. So we're going to have one of those? Is yes. that what you're suggesting? One die. Okay. And you will call us up on Friday. Yeah. And you will pick what number, between one and six, obviously, yeah. <laughs> the die will land on. Okay. But we're not going to do it the normal way. We're not going to roll the dice? No, because that's not the way we roll. So what, on pray the tell, then, show. will we be doing with the single cube numbered one through six? You will call us up. Yeah. I will gently and delicately yeah. place the die yeah. in my armpit and drop <laughs> it on the ground. And if you guess the right number, you're so going to be our next you're winner. You're going to put that thing... In your armpit. Yes. And then drop it. Yes. Lift your arm, and it will fall. 
I'm not picking it up after you. I'm just your well. I'm just going to say that now. I, I might look at it and say that's what the number is, but I ain't touching it. Well, that's I, on you. That's fine. <laughs> but see what you get by not participating, Cliff. <laughs> we could have had it nice and simple, yeah. but now yeah. I'm going to be shoving a die <laughs> in my armpit on Friday morning on this program. I hope everyone's happy now. Are you happy, Cliff? <laughs> I'm amused. How's that? Okay. <laughs> well, I'll admit, Cliff, when I'm wrong, and I was wrong. You were wrong. I were. I was wrong. Well, to I which misspoke. wrong? What were you wrong today about? I was wrong about the Girl Scout cookies, as you found out in a <laughs> oh, private that, message. Yes. Yes. yes uh, one of the uh, local Girl Scout leaders uh, uh, sent me a message and advised me that the cookies that you were all excited about, I believe they were called lemon ups. Yes. Not available in this area. <sighs> However, they always have had and will continue to have in this area the cookies known as lemonades, which are among my favorites, and I had totally forgotten about it. Well, they're one of my favorites, too, but I really wanted to try the new one. What's the difference? I it's just, just new. I, well, I just wanted to be in there with the lemon ups, but <laughs> evidently around here, well, in this I, area, you I, can't get I will them. say, she, she added in a later message that because they're, they're the cookies that you were talking about only available in selected markets... And so she's trying to get a box of those so that she could have a side-by-side taste comparison. Oh, that's awful nice of her. But she didn't say you were going to do it. <laughs> oh, that's not so nice of her. <laughs> well, Cliff Hallmark announced that hundreds of jobs have been eliminated at their card manufacturing company. Hallmark? Yes. Laying off people. Uh, hundreds of them. Over 400 <laughs> are gone from Hallmark. <laughs> Wonder what that card looks like. No kidding. <laughs> well, you know it's going to be pink. You well, know yeah, that. Yeah, it has to be pink. And, and there might be like some glittery stuff on it that will, you know, get on everything when you take it out of the envelope. <laughs> wonder what that thing would say. I mean, how do you how do you go about that <laughs> breakup, Cliff, from somebody <laughs> from their job? You get a pink slip in the form of a greeting card. It says, I don't, I, does it have to rhyme? Do layoff greeting cards have to rhyme? I don't think. I think you're so mad it doesn't matter. <laughs> Ooh, how about this? Yeah. Here's a little special message from us to you. Yeah. Clean out your desk. Leave the building. You're through. (laughs) That's just mean. (laughs) Well, That's me. I mean, there's no good way to do that. There's no good way to do that. And (laughs) I really hate that they're laying off all of these folks, Cliff, not only because of the job losses there, because if it's happening to you, it's not funny. No, and I've been through that. Absolutely. I've been through that a couple of times, and it's not pleasant. And on a more personal note, you know, yeah. all about, you know, me this time. Well, of course. Yes. Why not? Why not? <laughs> I really think I've missed my calling because I think, Cliff, yeah. I could be a dandy Hallmark greeting card writer. Really? Somebody has to do Someone it. Someone has to write that Somebody stuff. Somebody has to. And I'm thinking, like, for Valentine's Day, <laughs> I've got a good one, Cliff. I oh, you think do? If I think... You've got something for Valentine's Day. Well, you know, you get a picture of the card in your mind. You've yeah. got it in front of you, and it's got a bunch of nice hearts around, a yeah. gigantic heart in the yeah. middle of it. Mm-hmm. And you open it up on Valentine's yeah. from that special someone, and the message says, yeah. If you were a scab, I'd pick you. <laughs> huh? Really? How's that for a little romance on a Wednesday morning? <laughs> and that, my friends, another reason why weed is such a lonely man. I thought it was pretty good. No, it's really bad. I know this to be true, Cliff, because, well, I have relatives that live in Tennessee, so. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, I it's know. It's one of those stories. <laughs> I know what happens there. A couple recently got married in Tennessee. Yeah. yeah. 
at a Bass Pro Shop. Could be, a, be the the ceremony was inside the Bass Pro Shop. Yes, I don't know how much it would cost <laughs> you to shut down the Bass Pro Shop. Maybe they didn't. Maybe shut they it didn't down, shut it down. But they had the ceremony there, yeah. which I know what you're thinking. Sounds maybe just a touch, a little rednecky. Just a touch. Just a touch. Yes. <laughs> But you got to wonder what those uh, nuptials were like. Well, <laughs> what the, what the what the ministers say? <laughs> Knowing the area there, Cliff. Yeah, yeah, I think one of the vows was till meth do us part. <laughs> Call them like you see them. Yeah, no, I'm telling right, you. Yep, truth hurts sometimes. Sometimes an interesting yet strange conversation going on on our Facebook page <laughs> this morning, Cliff. Really? About yes. what? About food. Food? Food in a particular restaurant here in Gibson County. Okay. And I mentioned, after they told me the name of this place... Yeah. I mentioned that I've been scared to eat at this establishment. Not because I've heard anything bad about it. I've heard all good. Like, it's excellent. Okay. But, Cliff... Yeah. This is what they told me to get. Okay. On Facebook. Okay. Rice noodles, chicken, bean sprouts, egg topped with crushed peanuts and lime. (laughs) Now, you see... I need to be able to picture in my head yeah. what my food looks like before, before you I order it. Order it. That makes that makes perfect sense. Actually. I can't yes. picture any of that bean sprouty stuff. Okay. And peanuts and <laughs> lime and all of that. Like I picture a steak and a baked potato. I've well, got down what it's gonna look like when it comes. When you throw in stuff like this, yeah. it makes me a little leery. That somebody's going to try to slip an eel in on me, and I'll be munching on an eel and Real. not know so it. So someone's going to slip the eel in. Yes, and I don't want that. But two of our listeners yeah. and two of our Facebook friends, both men, yeah. are strongly urging me to try it out, okay. that it can't go well, wrong. But I'm a little maybe, bit leery of that. Maybe we should go. I mean, if it doesn't say eel, it can't have eel in it. Does that make sense? I mean, legally, they're supposed to put what's... In the dish on the menu. They won't slip me the eel if I they go there? They won't slip you the eel. I don't know if I'm brave enough, Cliff. <laughs> and it's time now for Take It to the Bank. Well, Cliff, I remember as a kid, I used to watch Johnny Carson, and when yeah. Don Rickles was on there, he just killed. Time after time. No, you're funny absolutely Funny story right. after funny story. Yes. And then I uh, heard from a long, long-distance acquaintance of mine, Andy. Yeah. Who said to me that he used to work with the live with Kelly and Ryan a little bit long ago. Okay. And he said that uh, what happens on all of these talk shows, either day Mm -hmm. or night, the producers are required to present the host with three funny stories about each guest that comes on there. So if you're a celebrity, the producers get you long before the show's taped. Okay. And they uh, come up with three stories that are funny. And then the host gets to pick the story or maybe two stories that actually get aired because they run out of time so often they don't have time for all of them. But he said the most interesting part was yeah. that when the guest is also on a, a publicity tour for something, like a new movie, mm-hmm. there's a fight to see which show the guest oh. gives the best stories oh, that's to. that's right, because they're going to be, like, say, on a morning show, and then it's possible they could be on one of the late-night talk shows, which tape about 5, 5.30 or so. Yes. And the the... The thought being, they could tell the same story, and then that would be boring. So the argument is, who's going to get the best story out of this celebrity? Makes total sense. And the producers really yeah. get into a fight with the other uh, producers the of other the other show. shows, <laughs> trying to make sure their show gets the best story. 
Hmm. Makes sense to me. Yeah. You know, Cliff. Yeah. We should try that here on this program. What's that? To plan things out like they do on TV. Oh, yeah. That way we wouldn't have you uh, giving away Opry tickets this week by dropping a dice from your armpit. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, planning. It's called planning. <laughs> Makes for good TV. And even better radio. I think it would, too. <laughs> Cliff, anything said today? Phrases of a day. Start with number three. That pull-my-finger trick my grandfather ripped. <laughs> and poetry, too. I can remember that like it was yesterday. Number two, if you were a scab, I'd pick you. <laughs> That's disgusting, by the way. No wonder you're lonely. The number one morning road, also, another reason why you're lonely. The number one morning road show phrase for today, shoving a dice in my armpit. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, by the way, how we're giving away tickets to the Grand Ole Opry on Friday. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.